You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hey there, thanks for staying with us here on Real Presence Live. This is Brad Grange, Dean Bits, and your hosts this morning for this uh, episode of Real Presence Live. We are uh, moving forward now to have a conversation with Ryan Foley of Covenant Eyes. Uh, good morning to you, Ryan. Good morning. Thanks so much for being on with us this, this morning. Um, uh, we'd love to just start off by, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, my name's Ryan Foley. I live here in North Georgia um, with my family. Um, I have son, 23 years old, and two young girls, my wife. Uh, we're parishioners here at St. Brendan the Navigator Parish. And I've worked for Coming and Eyes since 2012 as the Vice President of Business Development, um, helping mainly with our outreach to the Catholic community. So, um, Ryan, can you tell our listening audience exactly what is Covenant Eyes? What is the organization? Yeah. Covenant Eyes is, at its core, a software company. Um, we started in 2000, um, so we've been around 20, you know, 21 years now. And it was always um, the CEO and founder is still with us. We are actually, an, uh, as of January 1st, an employee-owned company. Hmm. Uh, which is, is kind of exciting for for all the 200 plus employees. Yeah, I bet. Uh, yeah, our our mission is. I mean, software is part of our mission um, to free people from uh, kind of the, the compulsive use of pornography or any use of pornography, and to, to basically increase in them uh, through accountability. Um, our focus is accountability versus. Filtering, while well, we do filtering, we really found that the power is in connect, connection with another. Um, so, for instance, I use Covenant Eyes. My wife receives my accountability report every day. I receive hers, and we receive our children's accounts. Um, so, it's really just the idea of uh, we all function better in a, in a kind of accountable situation, um, whether that's to you know, some sort of you know, job-related accountability or diet-related or workout or whatever it is, mm-hmm. we all find that uh, there's strength in accountability, and there certainly is um, where there's significant online temptation. Knowing that you're accountable, that the software is helping you be accountable to another, um, just kind of makes you think more critically about how you use the web and you change your decisions um, based on that. Um, no, Knowing that, you know, what we do online does affect real life, and it just kind of connects that reality that if I make, I'm I'm free to go wherever I want online, but if I make these certain decisions, it's certainly going to have impact to another. Mm. Um, We primarily do that now. Covenant primary our primary product, if you will, is screen accountability. So we, through machine learning algorithm, um, we can detect pornography at the screen level. Mm. Um, whether that's on a desktop, um, you know, laptop or, or uh, mobile device. Uh, I would say our second mission that is just as primary is our educational resources. So mm-hmm. we, we take a lot of the revenue we derive from sales of software and put it back into um, the education side of uh, you know, educating parents or families or those who struggle with um you know, topics related to pornography and how that's affecting your relationships. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I've, I've noticed that uh, as, you know, work, my work with the Family Life Office in the Diocese of Fargo, it's, it's always been uh, striking to me about how Covenant Eyes really seems to, to have a, a mission that moves beyond Covenant Eyes in many ways, of, of just um, to really bring the good into the home, to, to protect and secure the home. And that's uh, kind of at the heart of, you know, one of the initiatives that, that you guys have started called Safe Haven Sunday. This will, we're coming up on our third year of observance of Safe Haven Sunday in the Diocese of Fargo. So can you tell us a little bit about what that is? Yeah, Safe Haven Sunday was um, an initiative uh, that we started after. It was really inspired by the USCCB's release of Creating Me a Clean Heart, Mm. a pastoral response to pornography. And in that document, there were several calls to action, equipping parents, equipping pastors, um, working, you know, giving tools to those who struggle. But we didn't really, after the release of that in 2015, I believe, we didn't really see any diocese that was kind of effective, kind of had put in any kind of effective measures yet, or were, that were implementing the calls to action in the pastoral document. So we went out and um, through Providence, were were contacted by the diocese of uh, Archdiocese of New Orleans, and because um, I had written a subsequent uh, letter, kind of pamphlet to families um, based on creating a clean heart that the USCCB released. The diocese saw that, called me and said, hey, can we, is there a way that we can cooperate um, with Covenant Eyes in implementing this pastoral document? So Archbishop Amen, um, just a wonderful leader, you know, he too kind of recognized that uh, based on his experiences with other bishops or his conversations that it wasn't really, he wasn't really seeing the implementation of this important document. So Covenant Eyes just said, hey, look, if, if, you will be, uh, if you will abate a diocese for us, we will bring our time, talent, and treasure, and we'll implement this this pastoral document, a comprehensive plan. And the first thing we really felt like we needed to start with was equipping parents um, and kind of getting upstream of the problem. So how do we help people who aren't yet exposed not get exposed or mm-hmm. push off their exposure to later in life? And we took from the document... The, in the document, they talk about every home should be a safe haven. So we created the idea of Safe Haven Sunday, which would be one weekend set aside within the liturgical calendar um, by dioceses and parishes to directly address societal harms of pornography. Um, so within the context of the Mass, um, parishes either can read a statement from the bishop, can show um, a video from Covenant Eyes, we provide homily helps and all those kind of tools. Uh, and then as you exit the narthex that day, you received uh, a resource from Covenant Eyes. And we broke those resources down into three years. Because we really didn't want Safe Haven Sunday to just be kind of a one-and-done. And we checked the box. We addressed pornography back in 2017. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to solve this this problem kind of that way. So that's, that's in a sense... Um, how Safe Haven Sunday started, what it is. We started with one diocese. We have now 32 participating. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. You know, Ryan, for our listeners, can, you know, we've been talking about a lot about discipleship in the family and, and so forth, and we know that strong families, 
makes our strong churches, you know, uh, mm-hmm. obviously it all comes from God, but if we give the tools that we can grow in our families, a, a holy life, um, you know, there's so much more we can do that just ripples out across the whole world. You know, what are some of the things um, you would advise families to do to help keep them safe online? Well, I think the first is strong family relationships, and that's in our last book, Connect, uh, Connected, but um, it, it probably isn't true anymore that you, you can avoid that your child will see pornography at some point, whether it's at a friend's. You, you, you just can't control all the environments. Nevertheless, families who have strong connections with their children, where their children know that my mom and dad are kind of a soft place to come with my hurt or my or whatever I've seen, that, to me, is like the silver bullet. If you have a relationship that is not shame-based within, and you, you don't discipline based on a shame-based uh, a parenting approach, and your children always know I can bring anything that's, that is that kind of disturbs me or is hurting me to my parent, that is like a big first step. The second would be if you're not willing to kind of uh, monitor devices, don't provide them. And mm. we, you know, we just see that over and over again as Christmas morning comes around, here's your shrink wrap, you know, Android device or your iPhone. Nobody open it up beforehand and put parental controls or restrictions or accountability software on it. So we're really handing them what could have been a fish, really a snake, mm-hmm. where it is certain where it is really certain and probable that they will be exposed to pornography very quickly. And then the third I would say is um, have ongoing conversations. Um, but also uh, keep up to date on what what's happening, the kind of the trends and changes, uh, because our kids are ever the more interested in new apps and new things. Um, and we provide a tool for that, even just some of the basics at early age, um, like setting up Google Safe Search, turning on YouTube restricted mode, like very basic things that you can do, especially for younger children, where those will probably be the first times they're exposed is, Searching for something, um, not intending to ever view pornography, maybe not even have ever seen it. That's something, the results are showing up with pornography. So uh, one way we do that is, and this is part of Safe Haven Sunday, is our text to join campaign, where you can text the word SECURE to 66866, and we will give you a seven-day kind of email drip campaign, where every day we teach you one thing. Today is how to set up Google Safe Search, how to set up YouTube restricted mode, how to set up iOS restrictions. We just kind of break that down over a seven-day period. So those are the things, relationships, means of detection, ongoing conversations, um, is what every parent has to do today. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I am 100% uh, behind what you're saying there, Ryan. I, it, it is, I think a lot of times we parents aren't even aware of, of what the dangers are and where they're lurking. Um, and I think that's one of the great strengths of Safe Haven Sunday is that it can help to educate us as parents about, uh, you know, what we need to be on guard for, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, um, you know, our kids are so much more educated, knowledgeable mm-hmm. on the apps and the devices than we are in our generation and, and even older than us. Um, it's just, and I'm not speaking for all, but... 
I know I go to my son when mm-hmm. I need help on, right. on devices or my daughter now is like, whoa, she's like really, really smart about it. So as a parent, it's very difficult. So that's where it's wonderful that you have these resources available. Um, you talked about text to join the campaign. You know, we're still some of us in this email you know, realm. Mm-hmm. Is there a website that our listeners could go to to learn more as well? Um, you can certainly, we actually, for Safe Haven Sunday, and to help with, to help ISCs have one place where they could get um, information, whether you're a parent, ministry leader, a man, a woman, an educator. Covenant Eyes invested with the help of Archbishop Amen in a website called cleanheart.online. And that was um, kind of the culmination of, one, the calls to action in the pastoral document. Um, so we address each one of the audiences that the pastoral document does. But we also wanted to create, um, associated with the brand of Clean Heart Pastoral Document, Clean Heart the website. Mm-hmm. So Covenant Eyes invested in this for the Church. You can see all of our partnering dioceses um, listed. Each partnering diocese has their own webpage, so they can speak specifically to um, the parishioners in their diocese. They can also list out uh, counseling help, you know, local help they need to. But then Covenant Eyes, you know, covers all the blogs, uh, learning, you know, education courses, and it's all for free for anybody who comes here. So cleanheart.online is just an amazing tool for any family today. Absolutely. Mm. Um, We're going to have to take a quick break, Ryan, but on the other side of the break, let's come back and talk a little bit more about that and a little bit more about the different uh, aspects of of Safe Haven Sunday and, and the booklets that are provided and so on. So, um, okay, great. Stay with us. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through Plan Giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. 
From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. We are having a conversation with Ryan Foley of Covenant Eyes. Uh, We're speaking about an initiative uh, called Safe Haven Sunday. We're going to be celebrating or observing that within the Diocese of Fargo on February 27th and 28th of uh, this year, 2021. And this is our third year uh, observing Safe Haven Sunday. It's just been a, a terrific uh, initiative within the diocese. And Ryan, you know, I know that there's a there's three books, as you mentioned, um, that that each mm-hmm. deal with a different topic uh, revolving around uh, this issue of pornography. Which you know, I think it's probably even good for us to start off by just saying, you know, what what a crime this really is. You know, what speak about you know what is so bad about about pornography in our world right now. Well, you know, I often in presentations I have a slide where I show a young boy and uh, I describe what's going on in his life so that people will have a greater zeal for souls. And I really mention the fact that, um, to me at least from what I see, aside from abortion, one of the greatest injustices that we are leaving middle school and high school kids in a state of continual you know, agitation and shame and disappointment in themselves um, and we've left them in a state very isolated from their parents and from the church, in as much as when they saw pornography initially, let's just say at 9, 10, 11 years old, they didn't go to their mother and father and tell them, because it was they really felt like, um, I, there's so much shame attached to this that I can't bring it to my mom or dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a break, there's a disconnection that happens between the child and their parent. And I see that same disconnection kind of happening in uh, one of the priests in, in Omaha, uh, Lincoln, Father Sean Coley and I both agree that there's kind of um, subconsciously a, a break that also happens with God the Father, mm-hmm. in that he would be ashamed of me, and he would be disappointed, and he's this and that. And the child basically takes in all these lies about themselves, kind of reshapes their identity. I am dirty, I am unlovable, um, my parents wouldn't love me if they knew this about me. And because nobody is there, there's no no even accountability tools to know, like, what happened online yesterday, mm-hmm. or the child never felt like he could bring that pain to his mother and father, that he's left in this, in this state of loneliness and isolation and agitation, most through middle school and high school, and then certainly uh, he might start sharing it in college, but what happens is there's always effects to any sin, right? Uh, and certainly if you're viewing pornography for a decade in isolation, yeah. usually what we'll see is this comes to light in when we're, uh, a person gets married, and you really just can't hide too long in marriage. Nevertheless, I just feel like we have to have a greater zeal for this young soul that is being exposed, nobody knows about it, and 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 he is left kind of in that really dark place of high, where high levels of shame become um, part of his life, and unfortunately, shame convinces us that we are unwanted, and we pursue behaviors later in life that, that confirm it. Right. 
So we don't want to leave our children in this in this state, but yet we are, and we we really haven't uh, raised the importance of this issue um, to such a degree where we really go after it and we talk about it and we have ongoing conversations. And that's why I'm, I'm really impressed with dioceses that at least kind of begin with Safe Haven Sunday as a, a, a beginning approach to start dealing with pornography. Well, as a, as a diocesan family life director, I love that you guys have made it so idiot-proof, honestly. Um, that it, 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 part of the, the inertia sometimes in actually getting things done and implementing documents is, is the question, well, how do we do that? How do we go about it? Yeah. And, and you guys have really, you've devoted the, the resources and the creativity to putting together a plan of how a diocese can go about putting this out there and equipping parents. And, and I think that's, you know, that's kind of the, the genius of, of your series of resources as well. That you, I mean, the first one's called Equipped, uh, and then there's Confident, and then Connected. Uh, and can you briefly talk about those three resources and what each one of them fill in terms of that, you know, trying to shine a light into that dark place that people mm-hmm. can get stuck in? Yeah, we really wanted a kind of a pedagogical approach to this. So we started with Equipping the Family, Equipped, Smart Catholic Parenting in a Sexualized Culture was the first book. And that was really rooted in theology of the body, mm-hmm. because most parents still didn't really have um, the language by which to talk to their children about pornography. They could tell you porn was bad, but they really didn't know to tell them the deeper theological reasons why and how it affects you and how it will affect others in your life. Mm. So we started with Equipped. The next year's book, um, which was Confident, Helping Parents Navigate Online Exposure, that really wanted to deal with the reality that at some point the child will be exposed, and what is the conversation you're going to have with him when when or if you, you discover this, so that we don't have a shame-based conversation like, I can't believe what I just found. You should be embarrassed. I can't believe you did this. I'm going to tell your mother. And you're just that I hope I never find this again. And you never will, because they'll just go darker into hiding. So we wanted to equip families through the book called Confident on how to have that conversation. And then lastly, the book Connected, which uh, my wife Melissa Foley wrote, was how strong family relationships lead to internet safe kids. And that, to me, is probably the best book of the three, in as much as I think it gets closer to, to the most important thing, and that is the integrity of the family the desire for holiness, um, integrity online, and the freedom for every child to be fully known, to not have to hide anything. We all deserve to be fully known by another, whether it's our spouse. Our children have the, have the uh, desire, and the, um, they, they should be fully known by somebody, namely their parents. So Connected was just a book on um, how, to, how to build the strong family relationships. And when you don't, um, the book also describes a story where that didn't happen and how it led a person further into his pornography use. Hmm. So they're really three critical books, and I'm really we're really proud of Covenize that um, all three were reviewed prior to release by Archbishop Amon. He redlined every one of them. <laughs> hmm. And um, I'm, I'm really proud of what Covenize has done for Safe Haven Sunday. And I think it's truly an example to the Church on when you release a pastoral document, that it comes with nonprofit, for-profit partnerships. It comes with a plan. It comes with uh, a multi-year, you know, kind of solution like uh, or educational offering. 
Mm-hmm. So I think Safe Haven Sunday and what Covenant Eyes has done is actually a great example on how um, how the church can work going forward. Hmm. Well, this is just so wonderful, Ryan. I mean, a, not a wonderful subject by any means, but the fact that we can have tools as families to help protect our, our young ones. You know, just as hard as we're fighting to end abortion, we need to be fighting against, you know, these um, internet demons mm-hmm. that are, are coming into our home. And it, and it's just the root of so many problems when you look at the, the sex trafficking going on and um, just everything. You know, yeah. you talked a lot about mm-hmm. the, you know, the the male, but, you know, for the, the female also, um, you know, it's it's just uh, a lot of times they're the ones that are the victims. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and a growing number. Yeah. Uh, you know, use pornography as well. Yeah. So um, yeah. I, I didn't intend to just address men. This is a a male and female problem. Right, right. No, no, and I'm I'm sorry, I just wanted to make sure our listeners understand the, the scope of it yep. is is be is both daughter and, and yep. son. Yeah. 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 And that's one of the beautiful things that you guys do with cleanheart.online is you have resources for those who are struggling, for spouses of them, for parish ministers, for people that really it's impacted on any level. That it's it's there's there's stuff there to help uh, with that. And I just, I think yep. you're, you're spot on with that analysis that, you know, this is, it, it, both abortion and pornography both crawl out of the same swamp, essentially. They have to do with mm-hmm. the commodification of the person, right. the, the denigration of human dignity. Um, and, and so they're both evils that really need to be rooted out of our world. Yeah, and I would say if you know, anybody in ministry is listening and wants to kind of integrate this, their approach, in whether it's you're in youth ministry mm-hmm. and marriage prep, whatever, uh, Father Sean helped us um, on the ministry leader mm-hmm. aspect of Clean Heart Online with a course called New Evangelization in the Hypersexualized Culture. It's a free course, and it's a five-part series of videos, but it really integrates um, Catholic Church teaching with the idea of, um, you know, addressing pornography. Mm-hmm. So preaching the gospel first, accompaniment and mercy, discerning the heart, um, even pornography within the context of the Church's evangelizing yeah. mission. So yeah. we need to kind of root our understanding in this. So all of us, none of us, have shame-based kind of uh, methods or conversations with people who are struggling, whether Amen. it's a young person, an adult, or, or what have you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Ryan. I w- thank you for being on with us this morning. Thank you for the work that you and Covenant Eyes are doing. It's absolutely essential. Yeah, thank, thanks for having me. Oh, God thank bless you. Everyone. You All too. Right, God bless mm-hmm. you. All right, we've got to take our next break, but we'll be back on the other side of this break with more about Catholic Schools Week. So stay with us. <laughs> 